Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Welcome back to Rookie Fever. 341. Yes, definitely and I'm 341. Here, as always, with the version. I want to I say something else. Like, so, you're there. Feverish, how the hell are you? Good, man. How are you? I'm spectacular. We- I see you're drinking your coffee. Yes. Cheers. I'm not. I feel like I had too many cups already, so I had to dial it back. Dial it back for the show. I love having a cup of coffee with you and Rookie Fever. I can go make one if you want, and you can just hold it down (laughs) for a couple minutes. I've got a Keurig. It'll pour fresh immediately. There's something that just can't match the mix of a nice, hot coffee and some Rookie Fever. Rookie Fever. So, we had to bring back Ish Wisher Feverish. Oh, I think yeah. this is something we should implicate more as a segment every now and then and just have like ish, wish and feverish. Maybe like we have to pick a category, then you'd have to pick a category. And then maybe we have like a listener category that the 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 listeners, maybe it's Twitterverse gets the, the choice of the last one. Like so hypothetically, if you had wish this week and I had ish. They would have feverish. Ooh. They would have to tell us a few things that they're feverish about, and then we'd maybe have them vote on the top few. I absolutely love that idea. Did you just come up with it? And so then the next week, I mean, sort of, (laughs) sort of, then the next week, like, you would have feverish, I would have wish, and then they would have ish. And it kind of rotates a little bit. Love it. But more of a segment than a show. Today's a show. We're doing ish, wish, feverish, the show. The show. The show. For show. Which is a little different. So, Fenero has an ish, a wish, a feverish, maybe a little bit more. <laughs> a little, little something up the sleeves. And then I have a ish, wish, and feverish. So Nice. 6 to 12. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely thinking that we need to do this more. So, we're on the same page there. But I love involving the listeners if possible. So, everybody just heard Fenero said we should do this more. Yep. In two to three weeks, I'm going to th- bring that up to Fenero and I'm be like, dude, we should do Ish Wish Feverish again. And he's going to be like, we just did it. <laughs> that's that's a possibility. But I think with this conversation, that might not happen. <laughs> so, but now everybody knows it's not just yeah. you and yes. I. Yes, yes. Behind the curtain. So, Rookie Fever Nation, do you guys want to be a nation? Rookie Fever crew, do you want to be a crew? I don't know. What do they want to be? Anyway, Rookie Fever, let us know. Don't you think that's a great idea? You'd be a little bit more involved in the show. You'd be here with us. You'd have a voice. Fenero loves it. I do love it. (sighs) Ish, wish, feverish. I'm going to start with (laughs) my feverish. Okay, go for it. Because I think we're going to get a little relevant with some news. Before you do that, you should go to DynastyNerds.com, type in code FEVER, save 15%. I think that's still a possible code to use, right? 100%. They're still rolling in. Referrals are rolling in every day. 15% off whatever. You, you should do the annual because you'll save the most. You'll get the most. Absolutely. Save 15%. DynastyNerds.com. It's a great site, too. My feverish 
You you guessed it. It's not Rondale Moore. <laughs> still not Rondale Moore, huh? Still not Rondale yeah. Moore. Hopkins leaving. Still no Rondale Moore. But you I'm know, with you, and that's the thing. Like, if you you guys listen to the show enough, to uh, Fenero and I were talking about this in absolutes a few weeks ago that DeAndre Hopkins wasn't going to be there. Correct. Like it was common freaking knowledge baked in right i thought it was common freaking knowledge yes that deandre hopkins wasn't going to be with the cardinals for the 2023 season correct arizona be tanking yes but then we still have to play these games where deandre hopkins is cut and we all pretend (laughs) we didn't know that was going to happen and we're like bye rondell moore first of all if that's how you feel that's awesome i I, I appreciate trade. the job security you give us in fixing that mistake. But I, I just want to say, like, if you believe in Rondale Moore, you should have been buying him weeks ago because we, we knew this. Let's not play games. But but the real, like, I'm feverish for Michael Wilson. Mm. And, and not more so than we were a few weeks ago. I know we've mentioned him a, a lot on the show probably because it's just the beginning of the rookie season. Mm-hmm. For us, but I'm feverish for that bigger body. He, I know it's the third round draft capital, early third, but I'm feverish for that bigger body in that offense with Hollywood Brown and Rondell Moore, who I think the, I think that what Rondell Moore has got through his career, about five targets a game, I think that that's about what we get from Rondell Moore. Yep. And, um, I think that that is Hollywood and then the rookie Michael Wilson. Yeah, certainly over the season, I think it will be. And you just want to watch and make sure he stays healthy. It was something he wasn't able to do in college. I think that's what dropped him down in, in, in rookie drafts, being a third rounder. Uh, but to your point earlier, I was feverish about Michael Wilson before Hopkins yeah. got cut. Because yeah, I, I felt kind of like it was low-hanging anyway. fruit. Yeah, I felt it really a was. little like it was low-hanging fruit like per yep. our show. But I but, wanted to mention it again just because I'm seeing a lot of like, go by Rondale Moore. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm using the opportunity to sell my last share. There you go. And Michael yep. Wilson almost feels like an afterthought, even through sure. the rookie fever season. Yep. That should not have been. So I, I'm feverish for Michael Wilson. I feel really great about the shares I already have. Um, to be fair to what I said, opening up this segment here, or my, my feverish, um, I don't feel any better. I don't feel like anything that Finero and I felt or were talking about was confirmed. I felt like it was, I felt like it was common knowledge mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be snarky. Like I feel like we knew this and let's not play. Yeah. It was either he was going to be traded, which was really hard to do with his salary or he was going to get cut. It was going to be yep. one or the other. So regardless, he wasn't going to be on the team in either scenario. So yeah, yeah. It, just, it just happened one way or the other that we thought was going to happen. Yeah, and, and the truth is, like, to get into Rondale Moore a little bit, Hopkins only played nine games last year. Mm-hmm, it's not correct. like he was out there for the whole season with Rondale Moore. I think Rondale only played eight, though, to be fair. Yeah. I'd have to go back and actually look which games they played together, but... Rondale struggled in the beginning of the season without Hopkins yeah, as well. Rondale Very much so. isn't the guy that's going to, like, help Hopkins out or help Hollywood out. The Hollywood and Hopkins are helping him out. Like, he needs yep. to... Be able to have the open field, not to open it up for them. Fully agree. So, yeah, I'm feverish for Michael Wilson. Well, if you want me to start with my fevers, it's going to be disappointing for some of our listeners because I just couldn't get. We'll just just 
finish the show then. <laughs> Remember that? Oh my god, I, lo- I used to love listening to that. That would have been the shortest show ever, though. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in the range of nine and a half minutes. <laughs> but I am actually going to ask you, Swags, to dust off, if you even can, the old rookie rewind button because it took the previous class for me to truly get feverish. I could get excited about Addison playing this slot next to Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. I could obviously get excited about a rare bell cow in Atlanta, probably going to get 350 touches in Robinson. But to be honest with you, to, to, to label... <laughs> To label the word feverish, I'm excited about those things. I had to go back to the 2022 class and many of the wide receivers going into year two. London, Wilson, Olave, Burks, Pickin, Jahan Doxon. We talk about how many wide receivers don't hit. This was a good class, brother, and I'm very excited, very feverish. To watch the 2022 class of wide receiver in their sophomore season. I just am thrilled to see how successful they were in year one and what they will do in year two. Yeah. That, that wide receiver class, like, and we talked about it through the season a lot on, on how people were disappointed with the class because you didn't have the running backs and the quarterbacks. But yep. it was really a pretty exciting season to watch from the wide receiver aspect of what we got out of that and we we did get some wide receivers and you mentioned a few of them even some of like the the lower key guys like um like i've been trying to acquire alec pierce Mm -hmm. and i can't do it it's been harder than i thought i thought i was gonna walk off the show a couple weeks ago and add as much pierce as i wanted i haven't added any so maybe i'm a little lower on him than i thought i didn't even mention christian watson obviously another um prolific wide receiver last year i mean Watson, for me, um, the reason I didn't list him is the same reason I was concerned about him last year. I thought he was raw, and then I thought Aaron Rodgers wouldn't stay there long enough. And I was right about the second part. Aaron Rodgers is gone, so you have to be concerned about Watson a little bit with Jordan Love. I mean, as much as you want to be hopeful about Jordan Love, he's no Aaron Rodgers. But uh, Christian Watson's another person you can get excited about. Yeah, and... I, I kind of disagree with you about the being worried about Aaron Rodgers part. I'm not you didn't even go into great detail on that or anything. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you're you're super worried. Yeah, what are your thoughts? But to me, sometimes like Christian Watson, no matter what we think about him, he's the wide receiver one for that team. Right? Be, we yes. we agree mm-hmm. with that. Yep. And I think that somebody like Jordan Love is that one read more often. Then not, that's where he's going to be trying to hit. And Christian Watson is going to be a go up and get it with that raw talent. I think that it might, I don't want to go so far as to say help him, but I don't think it's Mm -hmm. going to hurt him as much as it's going to hurt somebody like Romeo Dobbs. Yeah. I think that more often than not, when you have kind of a meh quarterback, you're getting that one read. He's going to be depending on Watson a lot. And don't forget, they already have a touchdown together, Jordan Love. And Christian Watson, a long one. He just uh, I, I might have forgot that already. It, it was a crossing. You. It was a it was a five or seven yard crossing pattern. So it was a short pass. But Christian Watson just put on the Jets, ran a nice route, and just flew by everybody for a touchdown. I am not going to forget that again. I'm going to be all over Twitter, like just <laughs> like it's the biggest ammo. No, they already have a touchdown together. Yeah, a lot of people forget that one. Fenero will not let you at Art <laughs> TV on Twitter. 
we did a similar show last year, and um, obviously I brought Christian Watson as somebody that I was off on. We both brought up Tyrion Davis Price, by the way. So high five to us. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and you brought up Sky Moore, uh, and you were you also uh, commented on how you uh, you wanted to love him. You just didn't like how much the hype got up there. I was ish, and so were you on the entire QB class. But I also pointed out Sam Howell late, so. High five to me. Nice. Here's some receipts. Nice. You want to know my wish? Yes, I do. I have two. I would normally pluck a dandelion lion and blow blow that pollen all over the place to make a wish, but I am so sick of dandelions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a wish chip. I guess. Do you okay. do you know what wish chips are in Philly? I do, I do not know what a wish chip is. You don't like so. I I man, new rookie fever that's just been added to our show to help with ish wish or feverish. Let us know if you know what a wish chip is. But a wish chip is like a chip that curls back and almost touches because it's like curled so much, and then you have to put it in your mouth, make a wish without breaking or biting into that chip yet. Hmm, that's I, interesting. I, I thought that it was as much of a known fact as the fact that Hopkins wasn't going to be with the Cardinals, but I'm wrong. Honestly, man, I'm 49 years old and people are introducing me to new shit to this day. So, who knows? Maybe I'm just under a rock, but I've never heard of a wish chip. You're never. not as old as you think, but you may be under a rock. <laughs> I've not heard of a wish chip. <laughs> Dude, so my wish is, and somebody I've been coming around to a little bit, I couldn't quite throw him in feverish. A lot. I wanted to talk about Michael Wilson a little bit, mm-hmm. but my wish, maybe a little bit feverish, and and coming around to the idea of Jalen Hyatt being the wide receiver one and the Giants actually finally hitting. Really? A little bit. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's oh, just starting to make so more sense. And I know I've even kind of trashed on the idea. And I don't yes. know if that's more just for fun with you being the Giants fan. Yes. You know what I mean? Please tell but, me why. Please. I mean, he's. Is it a gut thing? What? He's. I mean, it's. They need something, first of all. At 100%. He's dirt cheap in your rookie drafts, which isn't isn't what Fonero asked. Fonero's not asking what I can get him for. No, no. But the but size isn't that him. bad. Like, he's a little bit on the lighter side, like that 185-ish. Six but he's still up. a bigger body. He's a taller yeah. guy. He fits closer to, like, that waddle mold than the short, undersized guys that I hate. Like, that 5'8", five, 5'9", five, area. Mm-hmm. Those type guys. Like, he is not that. He's a bigger-bodied wide receiver just on the lighter side that I think will be given – an ample opportunity in that offense. They have nobody else and the people that they do have haven't showed that they can stay healthy. Early third round draft capital. Um I'm taking him over my boy Michael Wilson for sure. Oh, I yeah, think absolutely. you are too. Absolutely. But J- Jalen Hyatt is kind of that stack that I've started to go after a little bit with my Daniel Jones shares. And yeah. he's got to throw it somewhere. You know what else Jalen Hyatt is? And it's a wish. It's, you yes. know what I mean? You but said I you were really. Between a wish and a fever. She did yeah. Yep. What Jaylen, else is Jalen Hyde? Jalen Hyde is also the Blitnikoff winner of 2022, is best wide receiver in college football. Yeah. So that, that's there's huge. That. There's that. Yeah, man. So I love it. And the other reason I love it, besides him being on the Giants, is I did a very rare thing in my home league. Uh, we had our draft Tuesday, 
And I actually picked, and this is very, very contrary to what I was doing in every other draft. I picked Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt over uh, Josh Downs, who just last week I told you I would love to get in the, the back end of the second. Josh Downs was available, and I went Jalen Hyatt. I don't know what in me made me do it. It's probably the share thing. I have plenty of downs, and I'm like, you know what? So, what about Hyatt? Why can't Hyatt hit? Well, and so is that because, I mean, you mentioned it is a home league. Does that reference lots of Giants fans? No, not at all. Is that all kind Eagles. of around Philly? They're Eagles, Eagles okay. Fans. Yeah, that has nothing to do with it. Um, matter of fact, I was getting kind of teased a little bit because we all know our team so well, and they're just like, you never draft Giants. I'm mm. like, yeah, I don't, but look at the team. Like, why would you ever want to draft a Giant? Like, it's pretty rare you'd want one. And I wanted Jalen Hyatt. There was something, you know, we talk about this game. We sometimes just do stuff that makes us excited. That made me excited. I wanted Jalen Hyatt on this team. I got him at the very early. Um, I think he's dropping much further than this. I got him at 207. Like I said, I picked him over Downs. I picked him over your boy, Rashi Rice, dude. You would never would do, do that. that. Oh, no, you would? I mean, okay. that one's close. I would take, I think Rice is the like bigger crapshoot, like the one that showed the least in college. Mm-hmm. And he, he's getting that situational bump, and he's got a little bit of draft capital. But um I, I am taking Hyatt over Flowers. Nice. All day, every day. I mean, is that unpopular? Is, yes. is it? Yes. Is it? Yes. I would say so. I, I bet I could pull up any of the seven drafts I've been in and say Flowers will absolutely go before Hyatt in every one of them. That doesn't mean significant. No, you're probably right. doesn't mean significant. This one's two. This one's 2-1. He went 2-1 and, and Hyatt went 2-7. It's fairly significant, but not crazy. But I, I see... Zay Flowers as the fourth wide receiver off the board almost every single time. Right? Yeah, I almost see him and... like as the third wide receiver on his actual team. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> it's, it's 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 concerning. Yes, Zay Flowers and his landing spot are concerning. Which leads me to my wish, by the way. Wish, wish, wish. I wish. So, so how much Jalen Hyatt do you have? It's my only share. Only share. Yeah, I've only, only been one. able to get one as well. I think to your point earlier, you can get Jalen Jalen Hyatt fairly easily if you're into him. Like he he is a wide receiver that is very gettable mid to late second. So I I kind of agree, but if you don't get him in your rookie draft, like if you don't move in to get him, mm. I feel like rookie fever has this kind of thing that you hardly know not not necessarily you you hardly know you have Jalen Hyatt on your team, <laughs> and you hardly even care. Yeah, I send you an agree. offer now you care. Yeah. And you and you and you start sure. to create your own narratives, which is totally fair. That's what I do. That's what we're yeah. doing on this damn show. So I can't crap yeah. on your narrative a, a ton, but you didn't really care. He was an afterthought. Now I give you a fair offer and you're like, huh. Now I like him a little more. Somebody wants him. Yeah. From which makes me. me want him even more. Exactly. So yeah. so I feel like if you don't get him in your rookie draft, you have to have some kind of package deal you put together where he's obviously more than a throw in, but you almost have to have him be not the deal, the afterthought that he sure. was before I sent the offer. Fair enough. Yep. That's the way to do it. It's a tough one, man. He's, yeah. he's tough to acquire. Same, like I, even with Alec Pierce, like I mentioned, tough to acquire. But Fenero had a wish and, I, and now it's he wishes I would shut up. <laughs> Only because there was a there was a perfect segue in there, but my wish was that Baltimore actually throws the ball more. Uh, we've been hearing about this year after year after year. This seems to be a year where they're at least going to try. Right? We have 
We have Mud, uh, Mudkin in. To, uh, Lamar saying he wants to throw more. Offensive coordinator saying he wants to throw more. I think they're going to try. So my wish is that we actually just get to see it, whatever that is, whether it's Lamar Jackson failing at it or whatever. I just want to see the opportunity that Lamar Jackson has with some of the people we've been holding on to forever, like a Bateman, just throw the ball around the field a lot more than they have. And by a lot, I don't know what that is. I can't tell you what a lot is, but I just want them to try to throw the ball, let's say, 30, 35 times a game. So do you think... This is one of those situations where Lamar Jackson feels like he has something to prove. Yes, I do. Which which helps me believe this could happen. Or, like, again, trying could happen. I don't mm-hmm. know whether he will succeed. He still has to make it happen. But, yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think this is – this is nobody wanted him, right? And I know that, like, Lamar Jackson has some designed runs. Oh, and that's it, not going away. Yep. That's in his arsenal. Yep. But I feel like at times – if he wanted to throw the ball more, he could have, but it, it's so much in him to use his wheels to get out of situations and then to just keep going. Right. Yeah. I guess like, I, I would like to see it too, to be fair for, for our wide receivers, like you mentioned, even yeah. for Dobbins. Yep. Um, I would love to see it, but does it happen? And then to your point, you said right away, you don't you don't care about the outcome, whether it's good or bad. You just kind of want to see it, what happens. Correct. Correct. But if it's bad, like, does the team just go back to those run plays again? And the team's like, yeah, he said he wanted to throw it more, but we know who he is. And that's why we've always done it this way. Obviously, if he, if he fails or struggles, they will go back to it. I agree. But so I do get it. Yeah. Here's something interesting for you, Swag. I'd like to see it, too, to to be fair to your point. I'd like to see it, too. The Eagles last year had two wide receiver ones in fantasy, and Jalen Hurts threw the ball the 29th least in the league per game. Wow. that That's interesting. Super interesting. I had to double and triple check that because it makes no sense, but it's absolutely 100% true. If you take out the games that Hurts didn't play, right, because you can't add those in, mm-hmm. attempts per game – He's tw- he, the Eagles were 29th. They were a run-heavy offense, and they had two wide receiver one. Wow. That's crazy. Now, if they had DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, geez. Stop. <laughs> he's going everywhere. I know. I think Kansas City is the most likely spot. And now, if Kansas City adds DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that Marvin Jones signed with Detroit. Oh, No. No. I, well, I mean, obviously, no. Like, I knew I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Before, like, it, it, it surprised you. Like, like when I dropped him in Sleepers, probably the first time you realized, oh, shit, he's on Detroit again. Yeah. I, I was kind of surprised. It's, I think it's nice, though. Oh, yeah. It's a nice. He's, um, I kind of view him as like a mini coach. Yeah. I really do. I think that's, that's great for Detroit to have him there. I'm waiting for Adrian Peterson to go back to Minnesota to retire. <laughs> Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows? My ish. My ish. My ish. Actually, I have another wish. <gasps> Ooh. I wish, and I'm feverish for this, I wish that you would go to campuscanton.com and put in Code Fever as well. Look at that. That's a pro move right there. Code Fever saves you 10%. Campuscanton.com. Um, all of those guys work harder than me. <laughs> They work harder than both of us combined. <laughs> at least at this at this point, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
A lot of content there. A lot of good stuff. <laughs> it's totally true, though. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Very so, true. my ish. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sorry about this, Fenero. Okay. But I can't get with the Zay Flowers. Gotcha. It's so ishy to me. Like, I, he's that guy that goes in your rookie drafts and you're just like, sweet. Like, push one more guy back to me. I love it. So, I am kind of surprised that he goes so often before Jalen Hyatt. But I also get it with the draft capital and everything like that. It's weird to me that NFL teams keep doing this Mm. as well. And it makes you think like, well, man, they see something in there. But more times than not, it seems like it doesn't come through. Right. Yeah. Taven Austin's still in the league, yep. but he basically, you know what I mean? He's got a role on the team that doesn't help us with fantasy. Right. But those, I just feel like those mistakes have been happening for a while. Yeah, the verdict's still out on Zay Flowers for me. I think the people who are still putting Zay Flowers above some of the names you mentioned, like a Hyatt, are distrusting their rankings before the draft, right? So they're not trying to over or double count the landing spot to Baltimore. They're saying, I still like Zay Flowers. Some people had Zay Flowers as their second or third because a lot of people were out on Quinton Johnson as a body catcher. So most of his value is probably staying closer to what it was pre-draft because people were so high on him before. At least it's that at least it's that reason instead of like the Sky Moore reason, which was, well, I liked him, but now I love him because of the landing spot. That's more dangerous. Nobody, nobody was so into Sky more until the landing spot. That's <laughs> one of my favorite things about fantasy football is everybody tries to act like they knew so much about Sky more and like he was the sure shot that they were mentioning daily. <laughs> and now he got an ideal landing spot. It's like, no, he got an ideal landing spot. None of you were so confident about him that you were having the nation add him to dynasty teams everywhere. We would know. Very true. <sighs> What did you you said something that I totally agreed with? I wanted to comment on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I said a lot of I said a lot of really interesting stuff. It's gonna be hard you did to go say back a lot of really interesting. It's gonna stuff. It's gonna be hard to isolate the best of the best. But um, I did mention that uh, that uh, pre draft a lot of people like Zay Flowers. So the fact that he's existed or still exists in that same tier he was in before, which is with the top three or four. Um, is uh, is admirable. I think I think we do need to trust, you know, all the work we do going into the NFL draft. And if draft capital, and in this case it does, back up that, then it's another uh, reason, another checkbox, if you will, to like the prospect. You don't like the landing spot. I, don't, I mean, totally. I, a lot of people don't, man. A, you're not the only one. I'm a sizist. Yeah, I, he's small, 172, small. man. Yeah, small he's and fast. Small, you hate those guys. Short. Yep. He's not big. How tall are you? I'm probably like 6'1 to 6'2, depending on how I'm standing. Dang. You would towel over Zay Flowers at 5'9. Yeah. Zay Flowers is still a little taller than me. <laughs> Not a tall man. So, and that, that's more of it to me than just yeah. the landing spot. Like, yeah, I, hear I you. felt like yep. he was instantly going to overtake Alec Pierce and that it was that obvious. That'd be a different story, but I don't feel like it's that obvious. I feel like Alec Pierce is somebody that. Anthony Richardson could really like, and he's put on size. Um, and I, I don't even like Alec Pierce a ton. It, it wasn't until I felt like he's going to be the number two on the team, right. and I started looking at it a little closer that I'm like, huh, 
this could actually be something. I think um, Zay Flowers has a chance to be like a Marquise Brown in this offense. I really do. I'm not. I'm, that's his upside. I'm not saying that he will be that. I, I also know that it's lazy because you know Marquise Brown was there before, but mm-hmm. it does give you an insight. I mean, they're both small wide receivers. They're both fast. They're both people that I doubted coming into the league, and Marquise, Marquise Brown was successful. So I think that that is in the range of outcomes for Zay Flowers. Like I'll, I'll say that. Like I, I, I'm with you as far as like I feel like he's pushed in value a little higher than I feel comfortable, but I, I do think that's possible for him. Do you think something you brought up earlier in last year's class? Do you think that so many wide receivers hitting in last year's class kind of has us looking for it a little harder in this class when we know it was a weaker? Yeah. Wide receiver class coming into this class. I could not agree with anything more. Even like exactly uh, you mentioned Quinton Johnston. Yeah. He's somebody that like I want. Yeah. Is the only like, guy that fits your might, size or Maybe he would fit a wish type mm-hmm. category. He's somebody yep. that I want to yep. hit, but you're still just kind of like, man, the the realm of possibilities and the things that need to happen to have that happen year one. It's, tough. it's a lot. Yeah. And uh I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if I care that he's a body catcher as long as he can catch the ball and, and still get the separation. And um, it obviously doesn't look as sexy. but Yeah, honestly, I, I think I discount or, or don't give enough credit to the wide receiver room sometimes. Um, so, like, for example, Keenan Allen would be a great person to improve, help you improve. He's going yeah. to get a chance, much like a, a – Patrick McHolmes that didn't play, you know, uh, year one much at all. He ha- he probably Johnston that is probably won't won't have a huge role on this team. And maybe for him and his talent and his abilities, that's going to be exactly how he booms is with Keenan Allen alongside of Keenan Allen, learning from Keenan Allen. And one of those two wide receivers, Mike Williams or Keenan Allen, is going to have to be gone next season. Yeah. And Quentin Johnson just easily, I mean, it, you can see the plans that the Chargers have for Quentin Johnson. Now, you could say if Quentin Johnson was a third round pick, that's not the plan. That's just depth. He's a first round yeah. pick. It's the plan. Or like, you even know, it's like the we plan. said about uh, Joshua Palmer, like you kind of mm-hmm. knew when to start him in fantasy exactly. because you knew like Mike Williams was out yep. or Allen was out yep. or certain times where you could feel his opportunity going up a little bit. You got it. Yep. Um, are you ish? Yeah, this is this this is one that might even surprise you a little bit, but I again kind of zoomed out and looked at the whole class, and I'm ish on this quote unquote deep running back class. I really thought that in the second and third round, I was going to be plucking these guys off and being happy as shit about it. I feel like that was you kind of were at first, right? At first, right? Like <laughs> now, now that I'm in my draft, you got you got Tank with ETN, Charbonnet with Walker, Miller behind Kamara and Jamal Williams, A Chain maybe in the best landing spot is the smallest back I've ever seen drafted. Yep. Spears is behind Henry, already has arthritis in the knee, and we know what happened to Todd Gurley as soon as he got arthritis in the knee. He was gone yeah. quicker than you could say the word gone. Roshan maybe, but he doesn't have the production profile to know. This is your deep running back class. This is the deep running back class I couldn't wait to get to. <laughs> yeah. This is the list. Yeah. That's not good enough, dude. Like this is this is not this is scary. So that leads me to my second wish. My second wish is that even though I have backed away from this class on the feverish label and went I had to go back to 22 to be feverish about something. <laughs> I wish that this 2023 class does what 2022 did for us. We Hated. And when I say we, I'm talking about overall 
a lot of people thought the 2022 class was dog shit and stayed away from it and got rid of their picks to go into 2023. My hope is that we get surprised by some players in this 2023 class and they rise up and just surprise me, please. I, I need that because I'm, I'm, I'm a little down. I'm down on this, this, this running back depth. Uh, I'm trying to find reasons and narratives for these wide receivers. And I'm more feverish about the 2022 class than I am with the one that just got drafted. Firing up the feverish. (laughs) I think too, like some people, we don't realize and understand how awesome, what was it? That 2018 class? Yeah. Running backs that we got when we had like Kareem Hunt almost off the get. We, you, you had Dalvin Cook, Cook. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Kamara, and they all were doing something right away. And I think ever since then, we've wanted that to happen again. Yeah, pretty much. And why wouldn't we? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for sure. So I think we keep looking for it. And then we mentioned on the show, I think last week, maybe the week before, but just how what Rookie Fever does. And when somebody says there's a good class, it doesn't always mean it's everybody. It means there's like that top talent is what we're looking at. Like this one was Bajan and then the quarterbacks. Yep, absolutely. Already hearing about the quarterbacks start to like, you see more question marks once they're on a team and you're building your dynasty landscape for your league and your team, especially in Superflex, you kind of start to talk yourself in and out of somebody like Bryce Young. Yeah. Then even like Anthony Richardson, who has jumped up so much, you're kind of like, wow, is that, should it be as much as it was, you know, like you want him, but you're still like, ah. And then I feel like Anthony Richardson is the one that, could like totally have a ceiling that ends up making you feel really, really good for a while. CJ Stroud is probably the safest. I agree. And Bryce Young's kind of like that one that you kind of want, but I yeah. feel like is maybe just yeah. as risky as Richardson. It's it's like the uh I always I always think Young is like the outlier that has a better chance to actually hit than most yeah. outliers. Yeah. Right. But you know he's an outlier going in. But he just feels like he has that, right? He has yep. that playoff script type thing and that, that it quality that just shows up on tape and should probably show up in the NFL. And he, yeah. you're like, I know he's small, so maybe he doesn't well, last as long. We worried about that with Lamar Jackson. You remember we worried about Lamar Jackson's health when he came out? Because he yeah, was a but, taller guy, but he was smaller. And Young is way smaller than that. He, that's just it. It's not just... <laughs> um, Height, that's something people need to realize when they're talking about Bryce Young is that people be like, oh, you're just worried about his size because he's this tall. And it's like, no, it's also his weight on this one. Also his weight. It's a big reason. Um, He doesn't look big at all compared to NFL players. He doesn't look like a quarterback. Like, no. Instantly. Instantly So, that's the concern. Isn't just what he can do with the ball, how much he can get away from people, but it's when he actually gets tackled. Yep. By dudes that are twice his size. Um, and lucky that, That's for him. more the concern. It's not just the height. It's the size. So people need to understand when they're talking about that, that they're not just defending right. his height. They, yeah. they have to defend his size. The whole picture. Lucky for him, he is elusive. So he will avoid um, the occasional big hit. But there's people coming at you every single play of every single game. So yeah. he's got to hold up. Yeah. The the best big guys in in the world, <laughs> like they're fast too. Not, yeah. you know, I don't know. We'll have to see, man. Like he's somebody. I have one share of Bryce Young, okay, 
and I think I have four quarterbacks on this particular team, and he's the one I want to move mm. be- because of his value and my concerns. Yeah. I would love to get like a Tua plus for him or something like that. Maybe yeah. Kyler Murray plus. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what I could actually do. Deshaun Watson plus. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too much over or the age of probably like 27. Right. On, on what I do with it. I don't know, but I do kind of, I do want to move him. No, that's a smart move. Yeah, we're, we're, I think we're both saying the same thing. We think Bryce Young could be pretty good, but we're worried about long term. So that's, yep. so the value is going to be highest right now, probably. And not even just long term, but if it gets to the point where you're missing six games a season a mm-hmm. few times, that that's something. Oh, absolutely. Even if he continues on teams, if he continues in the league, if you're missing like, yep time every season and you have that kind of value into it that that hurts what i'm trying to do in my dynasty leagues and that's win nfl teams feel the same way to your point yeah right if you have that quarterback and and he's leading he, you know he's leading your team and he's out for a third of the season yep. every other year like that that's a hard guy to trust yeah i'm with you i think we're out of here i know i think we are too he is at Artbark TV. I am at Swagzilla Zero G. This is at Rookie Fever on Twitter. We need five stars reviews. Five stars. We need you to review our five stars. <laughs> review those stars. We need your input on ish, wish, or feverish. Um, let's do that in two weeks. Um, we'll add that segment in. Um, feverish, what should we give him? We'll have a poll on Twitter, too, off the... Rookie fever, we'll do something, but what should we give them? Ish, wish, or feverish? You get about, to decide right now. Yeah, I think the the easiest thing to get excited about and what I want to hear since I didn't have such an easy time is let's give them feverish. What are they excited right. about? Let's give them the positive. You guys are going to be asked to be feverish in a couple weeks here. Make that happen. I am at Swagzilla Zero G. He is. We already did that. Yeah, at TV. This is at Rookie Fever. Um, a five star review us. Um, let's do new T-shirts too. A new T-shirt, maybe a wish, new T-shirt site. Wish, or feverish T-shirt. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, why not? We're the only ones that do it. And we are out.
kisses Fever without playing you Fever I'm a fire Fever, yeah, I burn for soup So who's got the fever? Cause I got the fever Now you got the fever So she got the fever And he got the fever No cure for the fever So let's feed the fever Thank God for the fever Thank God for the fever Fever, now you got the 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 f